Welcome to the Old Sun Sports Shakedown Podcast. It is Saturday, July 16th. It is a rip-roaring episode. We have the Program Pillars episode. We talk to guys who do the legwork for Division I upper-tier football programs. First, Mr. Mason Robinson of Austin P University. Then Rohan Sharma of University of Maryland. Then Angel Marin of Old Dominion University. But first... We do a sports shakedown and a recruiting roundup, then MLB, soccer, and golf. It's a great episode, folks. Don't miss it. Welcome to the Old Southern Sports Shakedown. It is Friday, July 15th. I am the most legendary sportscaster alive. The opening championship is on and popping, folks. Cameron Young and Dustin Johnson are leading 8-under. Scotty Scheffler is 7-under. Tiger has work to do. Let's, let's just say Tiger has work to do. The Suns are matching the offer sheet and retaining DeAndre Ayton. Four years, $133 million. Big money for Phoenix. Trouble in Paradise. Number six prospect, G.G. Jackson, is the first decommitment from University of North Carolina since 2003. It probably is an outlier. The AAA Royals sends 10 unvaccinated players, one in Toronto. And finally, four-time All-Pro offensive tackle, Mitchell Schwartz is hanging up the cleats. Welcome to the Old Sun Sports Shakedown Recruiting Roundup. It is Saturday, July 16th. What's going on in the world of sports recruiting-wise? Parker Meese got an offer to the University of Maryland for football. Congratulations, Parker Meese. Sean Smith II got an offer to Waynesburg University. Congratulations, Sean Smith II. Sydney Savory got an offer from the University of Maryland Women's Hoops. Congratulations, Miss Savory. Um, Alexandria City High School, the old T.C. Williams of Remember the Titans, they need a defensive coordinator. If you know defense here in the DMV, apply for the job. A.J. Cobb made Team Mid-Atlantic for the 2022 Futures Games. Big deal, A.J. Big, big. Congratulations, A.J. Cobb for Steve Cater Baseball. And Berlin Little League, congratulations. We salute Berlin Senior League. They won the state championship. Let's go. It's Major League Baseball time, folks. Friday, July 15th, the Phillies beat the Marlins 2-1. JT Realmuto had three hits against his former team, including a tie-breaking double. The Braves beat the Nationals 8-4. The Red Sox beat the Yankees 5-4. 
The Blue Jays beat the Royals 8-2-1. The Rays edged the Orioles 5-2-4. The Orioles' win streak ends at 10. The Guardians beat the Tigers 6-2-5. The Mariners beat the Rangers 8-3. The White Sox beat the Twins 6-2. The Athletics beat the Astros 5-1. The Cardinals beat the Reds 7-3. The Rockies beat the Pirates 13-2, extending their win game to four streak. Win streak to four games. Uh, the Dodgers beat the Angels 9-1. Clayton, Clayton Kershaw improves to 7-2 with a 2.13 ERA. What a stud. Uh, the Diamondbacks lost to the Padres 5-3. Hugh Darvish struck out 9 in 7 innings. And Mike Yastrzemski, the one that got away from the Orioles, hit a game-winning Grand Slam. Game-winning Grand Slam off Major League Saves leader Josh Hader. Darth Vader from Anne Arundel County. Um... Giants beat the Braves or Brewers 8-2-3. Mets Cubs was postponed. That's it for baseball, folks. The Open Championship is on and popping, and um, Rory McIlroy, it is his tournament to lose. He is surging at 1,600, but also Victor Hovland is also 1,600. Can't forget about him. But he shot a 68-66-66. Uh, Rory McIlroy shot a 68, 68, 66, 68, 66. They are neck and neck, but um, I we expect we, we hope Rory will get the job done. Uh, Cameron Smith is minus 12. Cameron Young is minus 12. Siwoo Kim minus 11. Scotty Scheffler minus 11. Dustin Johnson minus 10. Adam Scott nine under. Matt Fitzpatrick nine under. Tommy Fleetwood. 9-under. Jordan Spieth, 8-under. Patrick Cantlay, 8-under. Tyrell Hatton, 7-under. That's it for relevant people. And, uh, of course, Tiger Woods missed the cut. It's going to be a great Sunday at St. Andrews, folks. You don't want to miss it. The Open Championship. And now we're talking soccer on the podcast. We kick it over to our correspondent, Brentford Worthington. Brentford. My old son here is the football news. Usman's Matt Turner is joining Arsenal from the New England Revolution at a price of 10 million euros. Man United agree deal for Ajax's Lisandro Martinez. Crystal Palace manager Patrick Vieira with split squad for tour not ideal. Roma coach Jose Mourinho gets to two celebrating historic trophy hall. That's all old son back to you. All right, that's the soccer roundup, folks. All right, it is the interview segment of the podcast. We are talking with program pillars. We are talking with the guys who make the behind-the-scenes moves for programs, their respective programs. Um, we First, we talk with Mason Robinson of the Austin P. Governors. Then we talk with Rohan Sharma, Sharma of the University of Maryland Terrapins. Then we talk with Angel Marin of the um, Old Dominion Monarchs. It's a great interview segment. Let's go, folks. Welcome back to the Old Sun Sports Shakedown Podcast. It is your host, Old Sun. Um, first, we are brought to you by Process Exposure. Process Exposure is a football company in the DMV that puts on clinics, showcases, college visits, and camps, all to benefit athletes at affordable costs. Check us out. We're trying to get you to the next level without breaking the bank. We're on Twitter. We're all over social media. Um, we have a very special guest today. He is the recruiting coordinator for the Austin P. Governors. He's a very young man. He's just getting kind of started in the football world, but he's making a lot of progress so far. Give it up for Mason Robinson, folks. Welcome to the show, Mr. Robinson. 
Absolutely. Appreciate you having me on, man. Glad to, uh, glad to be on this first podcast. I've really done quite a while. So oh, glad, cool, glad cool. Good. Yeah, we're delighted to have you on. We love talking to people with cool jobs in the football world. So tell us about your journey in football. I assume you played it growing up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm born at DMV, played uh, a women's high school in Montgomery County, Maryland. Uh, you know, loved my, my time playing high school ball, wanted to play some small school ball, but bunch of little injuries and all that and you know was weighing you know going to a school like usc or some some d3 ball and didn't want to put too much weight on my ability to keep on playing just where injuries were shaping up and got out to usc um it was a spring admit which allowed me to stay home that fall I went to community college and coach high school football as a jv defensive coordinator and and fell in love with it right there you know oh that's cool athlete, the uh, the energy on the field and just spending that time got me through a lot of things that are going on in my life. Uh, and then I went to USC, was able to work three years there as a recruiting assistant, uh, you know, from doing evals to graphics, uh, on-campus visit experience, all things in between. And I uh, was trying to find a job after that and probably applied to 50, 60, 70 gigs, ended up volunteering at a D3 in LA at Whittier College and, and got to have a work, work with a position group and become an assistant director of recruiting there and completely get out of my bubble. And luckily enough, after a, a fall there and, and continue to build my network, got a got a chance to come here to the P in uh, February and, and just kind of been rolling ever since. Very cool. So um, so you say USC, Southern California, right? Yes, sir. Southern okay. California. So I'm sure you're pretty happy with the moves they've been making. They've been really be- benefiting from the NIL scene. Yeah, they've been balling out. They, they obviously coach Riley and all that. His staff, you know, they know how to, to run the program at an elite level. And USC should always be good. You know, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Too many recruiting tools in that city. There's no excuse uh, for them not to be a powerhouse. And I think it's about time someone kind of, you know, took took advantage of that potential. Especially, no offense, the Pac twelve. The Pac twelve is a more winnable conference. It's not exactly the. Um, SEC West or the Big Ten East. No, it's doubt. not not a weak conference. Not trying to knock it, but the Pac-10 is more. Re- no. It's reasonable. You're not it's running. Reasonable. You're not exactly running the gauntlet the way you are at some other conferences. Yeah, because you're always like whether it's a Utah or or a, who knows Washington or Washington State. There's always going to be a couple other good teams, but those teams aren't as consistent as you see a lot of these SEC teams, like you kind of said. And yeah, like Alabama's good every year. Yeah. You can't really go wrong. Absolutely right. So tell us, you've been doing in your job at Austin P since February. Tell us a little bit. First, tell us where Austin P is for some of our listeners who may not know, and then tell us a little bit about your job responsibilities. Tell us a little bit about the university and um, then your job yeah. responsibilities. Yeah, man, we're 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 the best kept secret in Tennessee. We're about an hour north of Nashville and Clarksville, a great community, about two hundred thousand people. Up and coming, uh, a really great situation here too. Honestly, just from the downtown to all the the little suburbs around it, there's a lot going on here. Um, as far as recruiting, it, it, I, I kind of fall into multiple categories. You know, from obviously the evaluation standpoint, helping us find guys, whether it's high schools or especially transfers, too, helping our coaches, uh, you know, put together their boards. Uh, and then it's my job, especially when those guys get on campus, uh, help present our best foot forward, 
uh, show them what this is all about, make sure it's not just a fit for us, but a fit for them. And then I handle all social media, creative, photography, videography uh, is all me too. So pretty much anything PR, comms related, uh, I, I, I roll with and I'm lucky to have a couple people in this program too that are also able to wear multiple hats and kind of help me on the eval recruiting standpoint too and kind of work as a team-oriented space. Yeah, so you, it definitely sounds like you wear a lot of hats. Very impressive the duties you take on as recruiting coordinator. It's, I'm sure it's a lot of fun, and, but a lot of challenges as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's fun. And just kind of teaching uh, myself as I, as I go, especially all the compliance rules and logistics and, you know, the visit experience from the flights to the hotels, reservations, you know, you can't really afford to miss. And if you do miss, you gotta you got to be really quick. To figure out a solution because you know, no is never really an answer in the sport. Yeah, absolutely right. Um, so, um, absolutely right. So, tell us what if, when you're recruiting, what are some things you look for and recruit, like some on on the field and off the field traits. You don't have to be too specific. You know, I don't. You don't have to give your secret formula away, but just generally, what are your like answer? I guess is yeah. If, if you can That's answer that question, question at all. Yeah. Obviously, we're going to recruit guys that are, as far as on the field, scheme-based, you know, so we're all about speed. I want to see your track times, um, no doubt. I want to see you move at camp. Um, uh, I, I want to see guys that are that are nasty on film, you know. It's one thing to have that frame, but if you don't have that mentality, you know, we can't really teach that, I think. So you got to just have that kind of grit. You got to be, you know, making big hits, making big plays. You got to be scoring, you know, and we're going to kind of only recruit that upper echelon of players and, you know, go after those top dogs that are definitely the alphas on the field. And as far as off the field, we want guys that are, are willing to be great in the classroom, willing to be great in the community. You know, it doesn't matter about, you know, what family or situation or school support they got before and what their grades even look like. We just got to see a mentality of a kid that once presented the resources and support, they're going to take advantage of it and, and work to be great in the classroom and know that football is what they do, but it's not who they are. And they're, they're looking to kind of be leaders on this community and this campus at the end of the day. Yeah, that's really good stuff. So you look for really well-rounded, you know, gentlemen, gov- future governors, I guess, when literally uh-huh. and figuratively you want to cut from the cloth yeah. of the future. Not to, sorry for my dad pun there, but you know, <laughs> no, you're, you're, the, you're the governor. So that's very cool. Uh-huh. So tell us what advice do you, a lot of my people who listen to my show are like recruits, like in the middle school to early high school age. What advice do you have as a recruiting coordinator for guys trying to put themselves on the map? Yeah. There's a, a few parts of it, and I think part of my perspective, too, is, heck, like, I was a high school kid. I graduated not many years ago. Um, I was dead set on playing, you know, some maybe small school, FCS, Ivy League ball, D3 ball, and I got – I didn't have any Twitter or anything. Uh, that kind of sent me behind. But what ended up happening, I think, especially as I got hurt, I was so focused on getting recruited and the next step that I, I really stopped being present about my – Ability to be there with my team, be the best player, be the best leader and captain I could be. Uh, so when recruiting stuff wasn't going the way I wanted, I, I took it out, took it out on myself and and wasn't really playing good ball. Because at the end of the day, you know, we talk about stars and views and slept on and you know underdogs and sleepers. But heck, man, there are so many programs out there and there are so many scouts and departments. If you're a good football player, someone is going to find you. It's not that hard. You know, if anything, recruiting is oversaturated these days. And 
There's nothing you can do to better your chance to get recruited than just be a really good football player. Absolutely, really that's good a good, recruiter. good, good synopsis of it. Yeah. You no, know, like heck, man, we'll find you. You know, I'll go on max preps and see who's the top receiving leader, or whatnot. I don't care if you have any offers or you don't have Twitter. Like, you'll get, you'll get found. Um, so don't worry about posting about your stars or how many offers you got or any of that. Nobody cares. Uh, I especially don't care. I, I don't care what 40 you run. I've never looked at a 40 time and cared about that. I, I just want to see it on film. And I want when I, when I text you, when I call you, you to be engaged and thoughtful. Cause I get all these DMS with spelling errors and, you know, yeah, just, just, just you, prof- you got to come off professional. That's a good, you got to come off professional. And it's, I'm not asking you're a high schooler. Like you don't have to send me a full blown resume, but like, you know, I remember if I was a junior or senior in high school and I was applying to a job at Domino's at the time or something, I would, you know, write write it like a – I could write at least a proper email, you know. Um, yeah, exactly. And, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's not a, not a ridiculous standard to have. No, it's not. And if a college – sorry to cut you off, but if a college is going to invest X number of thousands of dollars in you as a student, they need to see, you know, some competence out of you. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know how it is. Like, in my DMs, I'll get, you know, a, a hundred kids over the course of a week just sending me a message. Yeah. And, like, at this point, I can't realistically read any of those. But every now and then, I'll check it out and be like, all right, I got a couple hours. And I'll just cross 10 kids off immediately because, like, that message is, like, gibberish. And it doesn't come off professionally. It just seems so nonchalant that I'm like, this kid is, I feel like this kid is more worried about getting recruited than actually playing ball and like yeah. finding a foot for him, you know? Uh, and that's fine, you know? Like, people can do whatever they want to do, but, uh, you know, that's just not the type of person at least we're, we're looking for at the moment. Absolutely right. Good good advice, uh, Mr. Robinson. Um, so, last question What advice do you have for people like yourself who want to work in football, who are drawn to a passionate career in football, like coaches or behind the scenes staff? You gotta, my, there's two parts to that, I think, too, as well. Like, one, obviously, network and and network in a genuine sense. You know, for every person that you're gonna cold email or reach out to, have a reason why. Either be like, hey, I I love what you said on this podcast. I would love to ask you questions about that. I saw this on your resume or or background, and that really interests me. So, you know, that person particularly has something to add, and they know that you've done your research. But then also, like, hey, don't ever find whatever you got to do to get your foot in the door. Volunteer. I, I volunteered at a D3 this fall, and I had a great time, great people, great coaches, but we, we didn't win a game. Yeah. And I drove about an hour 15 each way to practice every day. Yeah, and, you got to make uh, it work somehow. You got to yeah. be hungry. You got to be hungry. And because that part of the experience just makes it that much worth it. When I'm here and we're working hard and I'm tired, I just think about, hey, man, I. I drove an hour and a half each way for not a single penny. You know, yeah. while, you know, it could be worse. <laughs> yeah, be. it's like yeah. um a coach I really like. He's a JC Price at Virginia Tech. He has a, his favorite. My favorite analogy of his is he's like I want players who are yard dogs, not air conditioning house cat sit on the couch dogs. And it's kind of like you got to have that yard dog mentality too as a coach to succeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because don't get me wrong, like. You know, you're going to get worked hard in any program or school you're at. You're going to do a lot of things, put all that time in. But it's almost refreshing, too. Like, I've been telling my little brother this. Like, 
I think every high schooler, any kid, regardless of football aside, should work, you know, some restaurant job, Domino's, coffee shop, whatever. So you can, like, have that grind and yeah. have that mentality in the back of, like, hey, like, when I get to work in football and I'm working these same crazy hours, it's because I'm not trying to work at Domino's right now. Yeah, that's a good, good, good perspective. You're right. That's the alternative. You know, like I I don't want to work a desk job. I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, exactly. That's what motivates me too, is I don't want to, I want to work in sports one day or to some capacity. You're right. I've I've worked a corporate job. I've worked restaurant jobs and I, I I don't want to do it anymore. So you're right. I like working in sports. So that's good advice, sir. Yeah, and those those are great jobs too, and there's people that thrive in those. But at least know, at least work an alternative, so you know what the alternative is. Yeah, get 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 your feet wet in a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you just got that perspective. But at the end of the day, man, just you know, there's in any industry, there's people that that want it, and there's people that that think they want it. And they, you know, they don't necessarily put in the time. But if you're just consistent, that's you're, you're doing a good job, I think. All right, good stuff. So we're about to wrap up. Do you have any last words of wisdom or any last um, last words you want to say? Shout outs, anything like that? Not, not anything. I, I just love my my Moco ball players, man. I, I love I love some of the the kids we've been able to counter so far in this recruiting class, and uh, appreciate you you bringing me on and. People, y'all can always reach me out on Mason Robinson AP on Twitter. Shoot me a text or DM, especially young people trying to get in coaching or recruiting. Uh, always happy to connect it and get on the phone with whoever. So, yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, absolutely. And I, w- I would like to, if you wouldn't mind, I'd like to send you some, for some high schools I work with to help with recruiting, I'd like to send you some prospect sheets to get you some good, if you're interested in some Maryland kids. Yes, sir. I'll shoot along my uh, my email to you. You just toss that open. I'll check them out. Sounds good. I, or I'll have the coaches send it directly. Just get me your email so I can get you, you know, get you in touch and hopefully help you recruit a little. Yes, sir. I All got right, you. Cool. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. Bye bye. You too. Bye bye. Welcome back to the Old Sun Sports Podcast. It is your host, Old Sun. Uh, we are brought to you by Process Exposure. Process Exposure is a football company in the DMV. We put on um, college visits, showcases, um, clinics, and um, camps, all to benefit athletes at affordable costs. We're trying to get your name out there without breaking the bank. We want to, we're, we're dedicated to helping you get to the next level. Check out Process Exposure. We have a pretty cool guest on the show today. As we continue, um, we do careers in sports episode or Old Dominion episode. He is he's a student assistant. He's the director of or not director, but assistant player of personnel and offensive student assistant. He's a left hand man for the Old Dominion Monarchs football program, Division One football program. Welcome, Mister um, Angel Mar- Marin. How are you, sir? Hello, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Good. So let's. So are you? You're a student at Old Dominion, right? Yes, I'm going into my senior year. All right, cool. So let's. So where are you from? I'm actually from Alexandria, Virginia. So I'm a DMV local myself. Nova Cat, nice. Where Where'd you go to high school? Yeah. Did you play football? Yes, I played football at West Potomac High School. Oh, so you're from like that? That's right by that um like shopping center, right? Like like with like the Target. There's like a bunch of. Yeah. I, I I you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I'm from around there. That's I used I used to I used to live out there. That's cool. 
So you yeah. you went to Old Dominion. How did you get involved in the football program? Tell us a little bit about your journey. So I've always been into football. I started playing football since uh, Pop Warner and just did it every year pretty much. Um, so I didn't start working for the ODU football team until my <laughs> sophomore year there. And it's actually funny how I got it because my mom actually saw something on Facebook about, you know, the football team needing uh, help or student assistance and got a crack at it, went through the interview process, got the job. So, yeah, basically right now I am the student assistant for uh, player personnel as well as the student assistant for offense, especially um, specifically the offensive line. School. See, I'm I'm an offensive line coach myself. I yeah. lo- I love trenches. I I'm a I'm a yeah. hog molly. That's really good yeah, stuff. Exactly. So, what do you, what do you like best about what you do? Tell us a little bit about your day to day like jobs and like just what what g- give us some insight into what you do. Uh, the best part of my job is that it's very hands on with football, and that's why I loved. Uh, when I was going through the interview process, um, uh, the people that interviewed me wasn't very specific on exactly what I would do just because there's so much. But yeah. It really is very hands-on on football. It's a lot of film watching, a lot of on-field stuff, a lot of stuff that players don't necessarily see that goes on uh, behind the scenes, if yeah. you would say. So that's probably why I love this. Very much hands-on on actual football. Yeah. I, I'm a big football guy. I just love, can't get enough football, and that's, that's yeah, really exactly. good stuff. So I assume you're trying to set yourself up for, do you want to do a career in football or what do you study at Dell Dominion? Yeah. So I major in sport management. So this Oh, job cool. Really That's a great major. Good, good. They have yeah. a program there for that. That's cool. Yeah, it definitely is. Definitely is. So I definitely want to stick with football and athletics throughout my entire career. Yeah. All right. Cool. So like what, um, what, tell us, tell us a little bit about the old Dominion program. What do you think? Like you guys, um, obviously you've had some success. You've been division one for a while, but you just transitioned to FBS a few years ago, right? Yeah. So the, as a program, it's fairly new. I believe the first year of the program was in 2009. Oh yeah. We it was, yeah, FBS. it wasn't too long ago and you, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were FCS in 2009. I do not know the exact year we became FBS, but it wasn't too long ago. But, yeah, we're a fairly new football program. We're up and coming. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so what, um, what, do you, what, do you, what do you like best about, like, I guess, do you like working with the players? Do you like the, um, just the grind of the – do you like the, the everyday the – everyday's new challenge, I'm sure. What do you like best mm-hmm. about um, being a football guy? Like you said, it's the it's the relationships you build with players and coaches. I think yeah. that's probably the best part of it because they they say there's an off season for football. There really there's isn't. there's no off season. It's year round, so you see the same guys pretty much year round every day. Yeah, so you, you really do build a pretty strong relationships with them, and yeah. a lot of those guys I really do consider like a brother of mine and stuff like that. Absolutely. So the best part is really the relationships you build with players and coaches. So what, like, I know, you, I know it's hard to pinpoint exactly what you do, but what, what's like a day in the life? Like, what do you, you, you wake up, go to class, like get off, go to like do watch some film. Like what, yeah, as so, best you can pinpoint uh, the, it down. 
So would you like to know the off-season portion of it? or like? Yeah, either, either one, either one. I'm, are... I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, so the spring is the off-season. Um, it's a lot more – it's not as stressful as during the season. So in the off-season – Yeah, you know, no doubt. I'll go to class, then head over to the facility. If it's a day of practice, um, I help uh, out with the scout cards. And if people don't know what scout cards is, it's pretty much a – like cards you bring out yeah. to the field and scout team looks to know like what plays to like go to kind of mimic other teams. So I help out with that. That's mainly why I do right before practice as well as uh, just pretty much preparing stuff for practice for the GAs and the coaches. Then once we go out to practice, like I said, I specifically help out with the O-line. I help out with the drills. Yeah. Uh, uh, every mm -hmm. once in a while I'll do signal calling. Cool. Depending on uh, who shows up and stuff. So I'll help out with signal calling. After practice, uh, put in any info we have on EXOs, which is a database we have for okay. all the coaches and stuff. Put that in. After I put everything into EXOs, see what all the coaches need, if there's anything they need help with, any assistance for anything. If not, I'm pretty much good to go. And, uh, yeah, that's what it looks like every day in the off season. During the season... It's a lot longer, a lot more stressful, uh, but it's all fun. At the yeah. end of the day, it's all fun. Yeah, definitely so, worth it. Yeah, during the season, again, it's wake up, head to the facility. Exact same thing with scout cards and getting stuff ready for practice, except it's a lot more scout cards and a lot more things you have to be prepared because you're actually, like, game planning during that time. Yeah. So, game, it's a, it's a lot more. Game plans are like a senior thesis paper, almost. Like, they're they're thick. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's, and every week it changes, because it's a brand new team every week. So, yeah. it's a lot of running around. It's a lot of being stressed. Uh, once you get to the field, hopefully it all works out. I feel like our practices are also a little longer during the season. So, and you got your practice time. Leave practice probably go to another class right after practice uh after class to go back to the facility do any of the things we need to do on exos or any more assistant that the coaches need i don't leave the facility till like definitely later at night during the season yeah you, so, you put yeah. those long long hours in from you know like august through yeah. december so let's talk yeah. a little bit about your. Let's talk a little bit about this upcoming season. What are you most looking forward to? I know you. You guys have Maryland on the slate, right? No, we actually have Virginia Tech uh, week one. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. So, I dropped the ball there. No, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's fine. I, I was thinking. Maybe yeah, no, I, we have Virginia Tech week one. Uh, that'll be a big game. I, I I might try to make it out to that yeah. game. Yeah, Com no, Commonwealth I, I class. People should. Yeah. Yeah, it should be a good game. Uh, the thing I'm looking forward to most, one is probably um, being in a new conference. This will be our first team in the Sun Belt. Sun Belt, so yeah, with James Madison and some reputable mm -hmm. teams yeah. there. Yeah, it's going to be our first season in the Sun Belt. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to um, all the teams we play. Like I said, we play Virginia Tech. We play UVA. We play Liberty. Yeah, so, uh, I'm looking forward to all those. So you're, you're doing like the whole Commonwealth circuit. Basically, yeah, basically. I don't know if you like. You're you might be a little young for the NCAA football games. I don't know if you ever played the NCAA old no, NCAA football I, games. I totally remember those games. Well, you remember those how like the the rivalry games they'd have the trophies. Mm -hmm. 
That yeah. that that sounds yeah. like something cool they should make up, like the Commonwealth Cup, like a, tr- a trophy be between cool. all the that like Virginia schools, because like Virginia's got a lot of Division One universities, and there's some great football <laughs> yeah. played in in the Commonwealth State. Definitely, I, that that's actually not a bad idea. That's something yeah. That's one thing I do with Old Sun Sports. Maybe one day I'll, I'll I'll get that in motion, get the wheels in motion for that. That's cool. God help support it. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah. So, um, what 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 advice? Is, so, like I said, I put I I do I do podcasts. I do like careers in sports. Like, what advice would you have to someone who wants to pursue football? Because a lot of, a lot of like kids and football players listen to my podcast, and I yeah. definitely want to encourage people to do what makes them happy and. Football makes you yeah. happy. So, what would what would you say about that? Uh, as a player, I would say this goes sound kind of cliche, but you need to have your grades in check. Yeah, like you don't understand how many great players I've seen on the field, uh, and there's just really nothing you can really do because of their grades. Yeah. So, without anything, without grades, you really don't have much. So, I would definitely say get your grades in order. If they are in order. Uh, good for you uh, and another thing is um, just enjoy the process and the struggle I guess yeah. like if you don't enjoy going to the field and working hard and if you don't enjoy like lifting weights and watching film I, I really don't know how far yeah. you could go if you want to go to the next level that's like my, so my the really head coach Sorry to cut you off, but the head coach of my program, that's his number one saying is like, if you're not having fun playing football, this game isn't for you. Yeah, like everyone has fun, like throwing the ball, catching the ball. But if you don't enjoy the, you know, waking up, going for a run. 6 a.m. wake ups, the burn, the burn in your hamstrings, like the. Yeah, and not just going through the motions of practice, like actually like going to practice with the mindset of I'm going to get better today. Like that's what you need. To yeah, that's a big like at this level. big maturity key that separates like the good players yeah. from the great players is that I, I, I it's yeah. a good quote I want to share with my listeners is that like bad bad players don't take anything seriously. Okay players take games seriously. Good players take games and practices seriously. Elite players take preparation, schoolwork, games, everything seriously. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's 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 generally true. true. Yeah. All right, yeah, cool. So is. I guess um we're 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 just about wrapping up. We're um about fifteen minutes. What do you do? You have any like I guess other advice or shout outs or anything else you want to say while you're on the show? Uh, advice, like I said, just keep working hard. Just get through the struggle. I would like to say I do like what you're doing. Yeah, uh, try and uh, showcase kids in the DMV. I yeah, I'm really all about good. showcasing kids in the DMV. That's what it's. Yeah. I, I I don't. If I make a cent on the side, I'm happy. But it's it's all about helping kids, particular kids in rural areas, public schools that don't mm-hmm. get recruited as much. That's what I'm all about helping. Yeah, it's it's cool, man. Yeah, really appreciate it. Well, again, uh, that was Angel Marin. Uh, thank you. He's a, a student assistant um, for player personnel, offensive student assistant. He's an integral piece of the Old Dominion Monarchs football program. Thank you for joining the show, sir. Um, we'll have the I'll have it on YouTube pretty soon, and I'll tag you in the podcast. All right. Thank you very much, man. All right. Appreciate it. Have a good evening. Right, see you. You Bye-bye. too.
Welcome back to the Old Sun Sports Shakedown Podcast. It is your host, Old Sun. We have a great episode today, but um, um, our interview today is with Mr. Rohan Sharma. He's a University of Maryland football student, offensive coaching assistant, and recruiting analyst for the Terps. Um, he's been with the program for over a year. He's helped with the transition to the new Jonesville Fieldhouse. He, as you can see, background, he's just, he's mis- he's a Maryland guy. He's a Maryland certified Maryland guy. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the show, yes, Mr. Sir. Sharma. So tell us where you're from and your, a bit about your background. Well, first, thank you for having me. And uh, so I'm born and raised in Maryland, most specifically uh, Montgomery County. Uh, been all around Montgomery County, Gatesburg. Spent a good amount of my time there. And then went to high school at Whedon High School. So played football and lacrosse there. And then now, you know, Maryland boy, I went to university of maryland and you know loving it ever since so i'm studying business and just working with the team it's a great experience seeing our transition over the last few years and being a part of that and future you know tbia yeah t tbia is tell us for the listeners who don't know what tbia stands for and what it's about yeah actually i didn't even know what it meant for a little while but, it's, uh, I think I it's such a great it, slogan, know. and I, I, I mean, I would be about it even if I wasn't about it because I'm a turf, but, like, it, it's a great slogan. Yeah, it just means the best is ahead. So yeah. that's our mantra here, you know. Obviously, another thing we like to do is after each game, take it day by day and return back to neutral is what we like to say. Yeah. So either we have a big win, you know, we go and enjoy the win, uh, but then, you know, to come – Come Monday, we have to just back to neutral, focus on the next game. Even losses, you know, learn from what we have, but just still having that short-term memory of, you know, coming back to neutral. Yeah, never get too high or too low. Certainly a good approach to have to the game. So tell us about um, how you got, what, what, how, how did, tell us about the technical aspects of how you got into the football program and what you do on a day-to-day basis, if you don't mind. So, um, you know, I saw, I always been interested in football. Um, so I was actually, uh, applying to one of their coaching assistant positions right before COVID. So, you know, the interview process got delayed because of, uh, you know, that first initial week of COVID Yeah. and then, you know, now we didn't realize it would, you know, be this pandemic going, you know, on to two years now, but. So uh, right around last year, May, saw another opening. Uh, so I started helping out with recruiting. So that was actually, you know, I got my first taste of recruiting right before uh, camp season. So I was there, you know, all camps. Absolutely. And, you know, June is, I realized how big, <clears throat> big June is. So it's madness. It's like contained madness. So Yeah, every, the, the, call, whole, the bulk of the class is made up in June. Yeah. And then so, you know, all the, the visits and all the camps and all that. So I got a taste of, you know, how everything is. And, you know, it's just great being out of Power 5, seeing all the different entrances. Yeah, like a real, like a real big a state flagship university. Yeah. So it's like great experience, you know. And then on top of that, of course, like I tell all the recruits is like, you know, you're still getting a top 20 public institute education, which is like, a bonus, you know, you don't have to pick one or the other. You can still compete at a high level while, you know, getting a high level education. So, you know, I was doing that for about a year and then towards spring ball, 
you know, I just went ahead and asked, well, you know, if the offense, if they need any help with the offense. Yeah. And, uh, here I am. I mean, I'm still obviously, you know, there's so much to learn. Yeah. But I'm glad, uh, you know, I'm glad I'm here for the ride and just, you know, summer practices. And, yeah, yeah, you're you're a, you're a, on your you're you're a certified football guy though. You're you've been in the program for a bit. Yeah, you you, you played you played the game. You've been in the program for a bit. You're a football guy. Um, so tell us what you're most excited for about this coming season. And um, obviously, what about I'm um, I think our wide receiver room is arguably the best in the country. But and I think I'm a oh, big yeah. two. I'm a so, big two attaglia vote or tallia attaglia vote. Excuse me. Wow, how, how did I do yeah. that? But um, um. Anyway, uh, yeah, and I think that I I like the stable of running backs. I like the stable of tight ends, and I like you, you, how can you argue against the offensive line with you, the two returning tackles and proven guys in as interior linemen as well. You have the chess. You have the chess pieces, so to say. Yeah, so we have all the pieces. Obviously, last year, you know, we had all the momentum, and it's just injuries killed us. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, even the injuries, and then just injuries have effective morale and all that. But, you know, we still finished strong, you know, with the bowl we win. Beat, and, yeah, uh, we beat Virginia Tech in a bowl right. game. That's, that's like, a historic, like, event, in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we still were able to finish strong. You know, that's a good thing to be able to go in the off season with that. You know, having our heads held up high, but, you know, we also, you know, can't let that get to our ego. So, yeah, like you said, you know, we have a strong receiver room. Luckily, um, I guess uh, I spend a lot of my time with the receivers, working working with Coach Brewer, just helping him around the office. You know, ever since he came in around uh, early this year, you know, he just hit the ground running. You work with Coach Brewer. Yeah. I've heard, Yeah, I've heard great things about Coach Brewer. And obviously, if you oh, look yeah, at no, Coach – If you look at Coach – if you look at his pupils, the it's just uh, the track record speaks for itself. Oh yeah, like so, he literally, literally, dude, literally coached Randy Moss. Oh yeah, that that's the one thing is like you know you just say you just name drop Randy Moss and everyone. Yeah, like, oh, shit, yeah, man. that's the easy one. But like, I mean, so speaking, yeah, well, yeah, speaking, you know, yeah, just, and Maryland's kind of wide receiver. You like, I, I, I'm, I, I'll stand for that. Like. We have Stefan Diggs, you have um, Torrey Smith, you have, um, you just had so many good wide receivers throughout the years. And yeah. Now so Dante Demas is next in line, but yeah. Yeah, Dante Demas, Rock, you know, we got even Jayshon Jones, and then even our new class coming in, you know, we got Octavian Smith, got Leon Hodden. Yeah, you know, we got Perry Leon Fisher, Hodden, big time we, got Perry. we got yeah. we got a lot of firepower with the Shalik Knots, of course. Shalik Knots, so yeah. Just, we're just trying to keep this momentum going, trying to you know get the guys who who are Maryland guys to you know come to Maryland, you know stay home, keep this program growing. But yeah, our receiver room is you know just firepower. You know, Talia has you know plenty of firepower to work with, even our tight ends. You know, we might not have Chig, but, you know, we've got yeah. uh, CJ. CJ and Corey Deitches. Yeah, Deitches. You know, we got Ty Felton over with the receivers now. So it's just, yeah. you know, it's Ty plenty Felton is one of my underrated spark plugs for this year. The guy's the guy who hasn't recorded a lot of catches in past year. He's going to, I think, going to make a name for himself this year. 
Oh yeah, he's he's been working hard. You can see, like you know, after practice, you know, we yeah. most of our receivers to just he come, comes from a strong program. He's a good good athlete, good worker. I think he's going to really establish himself, so to say. But I'm yeah. I'm really obviously I'm a big Dante Demas fan. Obviously, I'm a big I've been yeah. a big Jay Sean Jones fan ever since he like his he burst onto the scene with that um, epic three touchdown trifecta. Again, you remember against oh, Texas. Yeah. So tell us about what are some of your favorite Maryland football memories? Is talk, talk a little bit about you can be a fan for a second. Like, what are you, what did you grow up with a Maryland fan? Who were some of your favorite players or like memories or games? Do you have any? Uh, I mean, just my biggest memories are just watching, you know, obviously I was born in 2001, so that was okay. just a great year. So I didn't get to experience it, but you see, know, I was 10 on, years old, so I got, I, yeah, I got to. That's when I first got into football. Later so. on, you look back and just like, wow, you know, that was just an amazing team with Ralph Friedgen and yeah. all the history. And it's just great to walk around the building, just seeing all the history in the building. Um, you know, you just see the old helmets or the old jerseys. And, you know, like we were one of the first televised, you know, football games. So it's just like yeah. seeing, seeing all that different history. It's just First amazing, ACC but. school to field an African-American player. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's great. You know, just the trailblazers. Like, even right now, you know, not many schools have a black AD, have a black Black, president, black AD, black, black president, and black, what was the, what was the third head one? Coach. Head coach, yeah. Yeah, so it's just, you know, it's it's great to see the diverse. You know, you have all this. <laughs> and not, not to mention a Hawaiian, and then a Hawaiian quarterback. Yeah, so you know we don't fit the normal build, but yeah, well that's what Maryland is. That's what makes University of Maryland so great is that diversity. You you just get cats of all different shades and colors up at the University of Maryland. We all work together as turfs and achieve big things. That's what I think makes University of Maryland great. Yeah, that's why I love this area too, like the DMV, Silver Spring, like yeah, it's ripe ripe with talent, ripe with like you just young, hungry, ambitious people. Yeah, like even just in like exploring the area just on your own. It's just great culture, great people. Yeah, just it's it's fun to just the the cities or the northern. I lived in Northern Virginia for a while. I lived in D.C. for a little bit. I it's a, this whole, the whole area is like just a, an amazing place to live, in my opinion. Yeah. So even Coach Brewer likes to say, like you know, you know, he came here and it was just shocked just to see. You know, you can walk around. There's big fields. You can. Have to set up a hammock, read a book. Yeah, but or, there's so much. Maryland has you know, so much farmland as well. Like that, Maryland's underratedly has like yeah. a lot of like rural. Maryland's a pretty rural state. Like yeah, so the you know you go, you can go anywhere, and then you know Northern Virginia or even Delaware. But so he likes to say like you know we we have that. You know you can go to Clemson, and Clemson's a great school, great football program. But just you know if it's your day off or you got an internship, you know. What are you going to do? Drive 30, 40 miles to go to your internship or yeah. that kind of thing. So that's what we like to do here, too. Like a lot of the players during the yeah. summer. As Hooking see, up the, like Dante the Trader, I know, is working with Pepsi, like, right? And um, who's, who's, who are some other ones? But yeah. Uh, I know, I know David Faust um, is doing, I think, a legal internship. I yeah. Know, and, uh, someone I know else, some I, are, I tweeted someone, another legal internship. I forget who it was. It was a, long law firm named partnership but yeah yeah and then some of the receivers are doing a um like rob rob is doing one with uh they're doing working with real estate 
um, a real estate group. So there's just different things that they can do. Obviously, we, you know, the DMV, we have, you know, these big companies, Lockheed Martin. and Yeah, you so know, many top Fortune 500 companies are headquartered in the D- Northern Virginia and Montgomery County, PG County, PG County are Montgomery County are very business friendly counties now. Like it's it's a good area to yeah. live in. And then of course, you know, if you're in the business school like I am, that's you know a top ten business school. And yeah. just, you know, the experience that's... and the alumni, you know, Kevin Plank, of course, you know, started in a dorm room here and you know, built this program up, uh built Under Armour up, you know, from the bottom here. So. That's what I, I the kids I talk to who are like interested in Maryland, I tell them like I fully sell them on the how cool the Smith School is and how cool Vin Munching Hall is and like just how epic of oh, yeah. a business school Maryland has and like how just not just the education you get, the facilities you get are top tier. But also, like the networking, the network you get is top tier. You get launched into the oh, world with like a starter, great start, such a great starter network. Oh yeah, and then even as athletes, you know, that's even build it on further with the M Club. So, and then they also have financial literacy advisors, obviously academic advisors, whenever they want. Yeah, but there's always the support. You know, there's the connection. You can meet. You know, you can connect with older um, alumni who played here. You know, you can get that one-on-one connection, even mentorship with them. Yeah. So, and then along with just the business schools, entrepreneurship ecosystem that they have, you know, if you have any idea, you can just bring it to someone. They'll coach you through it, get you the resources they need, get it funded. And if it's a good enough idea, you really don't have the excuse to not, mm-hmm. you know, build it into fruition. If you look at so like um, so some of my some of my peers um, who played football like um, Tory Smith is well he was I wouldn't say a peer but he was he was a senior when I was a freshman and he or er, junior junior or senior his final season was my freshman year and he um he just what he's doing so many ventures at great things other than football he's mentoring kids he's um coaching football he's like he's just he's just has his hand in a lot of different pots and i he's he's someone i'm like really proud of to call like a turp and um i'm trying to think of some other guys but like you said oh, yeah, you know like, Tory, yeah Tory loves to come by the program every chance he gets you know Tory smith's so, one of my personal favorites yeah so he comes out you know comes to you know some of our camps he even had a little uh, event with cam newton uh, seven on seven camp. So, you know, yeah. he also runs with uh, seven on seven foundations. So, you know, he likes bringing the kids. Yeah, runs the level 82 around. stuff. That's really cool. Really cool stuff he's doing. Yeah. So, you know, he's constantly in the building. You know, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he has his own swipe access into the building. Like he's, he's here, you know, every other day. So it, it's great to have that, you know, you know, for the younger players to, you know, interact with. Look That's up just to, like one example, but like, players. sorry, sorry to cut you off. My bad. No, 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 you're fine. I was going to say, but but there's just so many other, like, Sean Merriman, like, Vernon Davis, like, just so many other, like, I could could just name the names all day, I'm not going to, but there's just, you you can look the names up yourself, but there's just, there's so many names of dudes who are just doing great things, um, not beyond the football, they're they're using their football brand, I guess, so to say. The, the brand they built the foundation with on football to achieve so much great things in life. 
Yeah, so, you know, that's what you love to see. It's just, you know, they're able to give back to the community, able to build that into something, you know, just, you know, just giving the youth, you yeah. know, opportunities and hoping, you know, they're able to do great things because yeah. ultimately another... it's but you want your legacy to live past you. So Yeah, another really another quick story real quick. Another, he's, he's an unher- more unheralded name. But his name was Matt Robinson. He played at Maryland when I was um, – he was my grade at Maryland. He was a safety slash linebacker, hybrid defender. Pretty good. Got a few – got an NFL shot tryout. was all ACC. Um, but he was very intelligent guy, majored in, uh, in some sort of business field. And I think he worked at Under Armour out of college. And now he's um, coaching for the Ravens. Oh wow, yeah. So it's just it's just, so, very, just the, there's know, so many doors can be opened for you just oh, if, yeah. with that Maryland education and Maryland connections. Oh yeah, so just you know you can go finance, you can go yeah. Just anything. my sister so, works. With, my sister's a turf. She works for the bank, the United Bank of Switzerland in Baltimore. Like that's just, I think oh, wow. I think pretty cool. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm proud. So, shout out to her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, <laughs> shout out yeah. to her, Switzerland. Yeah. Um. So that. Um. So yeah, so I'll definitely um we're um I'm re- really looking forward to the season. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I guess do you have any other shout outs or anything else you want to say or anything of that nature? Uh I do want to shout out my boys working behind the scenes that you know don't get much attention as sure, for sure, yeah, go on. That that are in the offense room, you know, Tim Morris, you know, he works uh he's an offensive GA, so you know, I I don't know how much sleep he gets, but you know, in the morning, he'll be there 6 a.m., uh, ready for meetings, getting everything early done. And late at night, he'll be there, you know, before you leave, last one to leave. So, and then, of course, you know, we got Kyle Edwards, you know, our quarterback GA. So, coming over from Alabama, he played quarterback at Bama under locks. And with, oh, you know, cool. He, you know, I know that so, name, yeah. You know, it's yeah, great yeah, that yeah. he's able to. You know, he has a high level of experience and he's able to help out with the offense and work with the quarterbacks. So that really helps develop them. And of course, T. Ham, uh, he played here. He played O line um, here. So obviously, it's great experience. And uh, we just actually got a new uh, QC a few months back. His name's Jerry, Jerry Prudos. Mm-hmm. So he, he always also played line at, uh, I believe, Marist. And, you know, Naples and um, Florida high school. So, you know, all these guys, you know, they're working behind the scenes to hopefully get our offense, you know, set more school records and, you know, just be explosive. Deliver deliver championships and, you know, victories and the types of things Terps fans deserve and crave, right? Yeah, you know... You know, offense is we're, the we're, 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 we're a competitive Big Ten football program. What, what more can we say? Like, yeah, I just I just love, you know, get to compete, you know, get to travel a little and just, you know, see. I don't know how this uh, this conference realignment stuff is working. Yeah, out, I, th- I think it could only work. I, I don't see the downside for the, the way the divisions are stacked for Maryland. Like, I mean, for Maryland, Rutgers, and Indiana, like, uh, being with Ohio State, uh, Michigan, Michigan State, and um, who's the last one? Shoot. Um, another good program. Penn State. Yeah, yeah, Penn State. I, I, that, I swear that wasn't intentional. Um, yeah. Ha, 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 ha. I wasn't going to name 
No, I literally that that literally was not intentional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I honestly forgot Penn State for a second. But yeah, wow. Um. Uh, anyway, we'll we'll see them on the field this year. Anyway, that, so that was Mr. Rohan Sharma. He's a Maryland student, offensive coaching assistant, and recruiting analyst. Thank you so much for joining the show, sir. And we'll this will have it on YouTube pretty soon, and I'll tag you in our, in, our, in the podcast. Sounds good. Yeah, love to look forward to it, and you know, good luck with getting this podcast going. Um, where did you start this around this year, or? So I started. Um, hold up, I'll cut the audio off real quick. One, two. Check me out right here, yo. Yo, the sun don't shine forever, but as long as it's here, then we might as well shine together. Better now than never, business before pleasure. P. Diddy in the fam, who you know do it better. Yeah, right, no matter what, be air tight. So when you hear something, make sure you hear it right. Don't make an yeah. ass out of yourself by assuming our music keeps you moving. What are you chewing? You know that I'm two levels above you, baby. Love me, baby. I'ma make you love me, baby. Talking crazy ain't gonna get you nothing but choke. Jealousy is only gonna leave you home. So the only thing left now is God for these cats. And babe, you know you're too hard for these cats. I'm a wing cause I'm too smart for these cats. While they're making up facts, they're making up flats.